What's up, music junkies? We're coming at you with a brand new episode uh, where we have an exclusive interview with the rapper Eight Father. Um, great guy, you know, great music, and he has some big things in the works. So stay tuned to listen to that interview in a few moments. Um, first, we do want to get into. I know this is a music podcast, and we you know we discuss music and. Um, current news in the music industry but i feel like this is something that needs to be said because it is affecting the music industry it's affecting the lives of innocent people it's affecting everyone at the very moment um everyone is writing everyone is protesting everyone is you know standing up for the oppression or against the oppression um better said and I want people to know, first of all, where I stand. Um, Jake, you know, might have some different beliefs, but uh, I'm pretty sure they're very similar. And they, we, you know, both well, for the same common goal here is what it boils yeah. down. So, yeah. you know, I stand for um, fairness, you know, fairness of all, treat everyone, you know, how you expect to be treated. Now, with that being said, there are um, lives that are being affected. There are lives that are being taken because one person thinks they're either above someone or, you know, they just don't like that person's ethnicity, race. And that's where the movement comes into play. Black Lives Matter. Um, you know, there's a lot of um, misconceptions when you say you know black lives matter there's people that come at you and say all lives matter and you know that's well, completely wrong so the black lives matter is essentially an international activist movement that originates in the african-american community and they campaign against violence and systematic racism towards you know black people and so obviously we are seeing a rise in all of this and it's clear as day you, you can pour through yeah. the data anywhere you want you can you'll find it it's, it's obvious yeah Yes, it's it's happening everywhere, but it is more predominantly in this area. And you guys got to have respect for that. You have to have a level of understanding and be able to see it, too. Yeah. So the movement does not mean no other lives matter. It does not mean that black lives matters mean that because they're targeting, excuse me, African-Americans and people of color. That's why the movement came into effect. And so what they seek to do is to bring justice, healing, and freedom back to people across the globe. You know, well. Yes. So it says so on their website. You can go look your damn self if you don't freaking believe me. But that's what it means. Don't get the lines blurred. Don't feel entitled to, to try to take that away from them. It's not yours. It's all of ours. You know, be aware yeah. of it. We're all we're all human beings trying to survive. I'm Latino and I stand with um, my black brothers and sisters. Um, Jake is white and he stands with them as well. We all stand for them. We all stand with them. And if you ever need any um, platform to, you know, talk about what you're feeling, we're here for you. We're here to discuss. If you guys want to interview, if you guys want to, you know, anything, uh, feel free to reach out to us and, um, this kind of brings us to what's currently happening right now is George Floyd got murdered. 
and he got murdered by the a police officer that was first Derek of all Chauvin. Yeah. First of all, he beat him up in the cop car. There's video footage where the cop was beating him up and the other cops were just standing there. And then he pretty much put his knee on his neck and wouldn't let him up for about 11 minutes, which ultimately ended his life. And um, that is what's going on right now. There were semi-peaceful protests um, at first, which turned into a lot of riots looting um, now here's where a lot of people are also getting confused i think you know they're they're taking this whole thing from floyd and saying oh you're making it about about floyd it's not about floyd just floyd it is about everyone that's been a victim to the abuse of power from from officials like that yeah. if that makes sense yeah there's so many lives there's so many lives and this has been going on forever uh-huh. but there is a spike in the last maybe five years or so where people have been losing their lives and it's been getting to the point where it's it's just fucking insane and the thing about now the new times is that we have cameras everyone has a you know a camera on their person so if they see something they're gonna record it and they're gonna put it up you know and that is why there's you know a higher spike but this has always been going on blacks latinos you know Indians, there's always been profiling racism, and that Native needs to stop. Americans. Native Americans, it needs, it just needs to stop, and that's why they're um, protesting. And yes, a lot of protests have turned into riots, but let's look at um, Minnesota. They started looting after the after the protest. They started looting, and they there's footage of the first store that got looted, which was AutoZone. And you know, wow. I'm not I'm not sure if this is a complete fact, but this is what I read. So don't you know, don't take my words to heart. And you know, if if you have better information, send it to me, and you know, I'll I'll, I'll read it. But from what I read, it was AutoZone was one of the first stores to get looted. And there's a video that I saw of a white male in a gas mask, all black, with the hoodie breaking the windows to the AutoZone, which ultimately led to people breaking in and stealing, you know? And they found out that the guy that, you know, started breaking down these um, these windows was linked to a white supremacist group. What? So which- Okay, so I thought the looting was more about the mental health of everyone you know uh rights being infringed and everyone's struggling with with poverty you know these these people feel like the world is ending for them you know what i mean yeah they're in a survival mode and it's i i i don't think i don't think it's it's survival mode i don't think it's because you know they they don't have money i think it's just to show what is possible if you know if you don't want to follow the rules because first of all they're Police officers aren't following the rules. If if it wasn't for riots, if it wasn't for riots, we wouldn't have an eight hour eight hour five day a week work day. Mm-hmm. If it wasn't for riots, we wouldn't have a lot of the things we do ha- we have now. But people don't see it. People are. What just... do you think would happen? Would have happened if Harriet Tubman were to say "fuck it" and just obey all the laws that they were trying to put on them back in the day? 
Just saying, man, they've come a long way, and we have so much further that we have to go. It is so fucking pathetic. Yeah. So, you know, let, let's get back into mu- in the music part of it. So there are a lot of artists um, like J. Cole, like Chance the Rapper that are speaking up, um, Dr. Dre. Um, Dr. Dre spoke up, the king of Mr. I think the article said Mr. Fuck the Police. Um, oh, Killer Mike. Yeah, oh, so, the, yeah, Killer yeah, Mike's speech wanted, was crazy. So in Atlanta, he was basically trying to talk to them and let them know, dude, don't burn down the fucking city. You know, burn down systematic racism. Fuck that shit. Don't. Yeah. yeah. And so he, yeah, so him, Dr. A, J. Cole, Eminem, they're all advocating. J. Cole that. was actually in a protest in the middle of the protest in um, North Carolina. So, you know, it's affecting music and it's affecting it's obviously a you know? very big deal and it, it it's just bringing to light a lot of the shit that's going on in modern society yeah and justin timberlake and a lot of other people have been pledging money to go towards well, the it, people okay. that are that are um you know getting arrested and stuff like that so they're gonna pay for their bills and, and attorneys and there's been like a bunch of uh, artists that claim to do that and justin timberlake was one that had a lot of backlash because he has a w- lot of white following, and yep. I'm not. I'm not saying just whites are racist. I'm not by any means saying that, you know. But it. I mean, if we're if we're actually statistically looking at it, it there's a higher percentage of white people that are. Racist. I'll admit, you know, growing up, I've I've seen it everywhere. It, it's ingrained in a lot of folks, especially yeah. in the South. It's. Yeah. But I, I also saw Billie Eilish. You know, she she slammed an All Lives Matter uh, white privilege. Yeah, she posted. It was like a it was an essay. five five page um, story essay of Just, like slamming the movement of All Lives Matter and and All Lives Matter isn't even a movement. It's just the saying that people say entitlement. When they, yeah, white Drop privilege ego. Um, but. It's, it's it's something that's going on. It's something that needs to be talked about. It's something that needs to be he said. Um, if you look at, you know, a lot of the hip hop community, it, if you look at statistically, it's do- black dominant, you know? So, which leads us to people not do- making music because they're protesting, people not releasing new stuff. and Yeah, know. and I guess on Tuesday, June 2nd, there was a bunch of uh, music labels that are that are taking taking time away to reconnect with with the communities, which is actually really fucking nice. Big ups to them. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, as we're going through this, we just got to keep our head up, and you, people need to understand that we're all humans. Like I said before, we're trying to survive, and that's that's the main part of life. Um, you're you're not above anyone. You're not better than anyone. We're all equal. So, yeah. And if you're racist, if you don't believe in the Black Lives Matter movement, I personally don't want to be your friend. I personally don't want anything to do with you. I'm sorry, but it is what it is. Anyways, okay, so back to music and the new releases. Um there's not much because of everything we went on but juice world does have a new song out with uh trippy red 
called um tell me you love me you know i never really liked trippy red i i, I still don't really like trippy red dudes you know what i can't judge him <laughs> i can't judge him but he's not my cup of tea yeah but in this song it was cool i'll give it i'll give it a thumbs up i liked it yeah it was pretty good the beat was pretty good and because i'm a picky picky little brat i guess i saw i saw i was watching little dicky um or dave the show's called dave but it's a little dicky show and trippy red comes out he's one of the uh, many rappers that come out on it and i mean he plays cool character but yeah his music i've never been a fan but everyone has their own taste so uh I feel like he'd be friends with Takashi Six Nine. <laughs> I don't think anyone's friends with Takashi right now. His actually his song his uh, video for uh, Gooba or whatever it's called got flagged by YouTube and got taken down <laughs> for what for copyright uh, a copyright infringement. I don't know what it was. I don't know what it, I don't know, but I did read um, an article cover. It was I didn't read the through the article, but yeah, they got it got banned and taken down. I don't know. And uh Travis Scott is featuring in in a song with Rose Rosalia Rosalia it's called funny. called TKN, um, where Travis Scott actually raps in Spanish and sings a little bit in Spanish and it's really good. It's a really good song. It's a little more reggaeton. Um, but he does rap in it, and it, I would recommend it. It's a good song. Um, something else that I did see is Twista, mm. and if you've never heard of Twista, Twista, uh, my opinion is the fastest rapper alive. Motherfucker could be an auctioneer, but for rap, he's the fastest rapper alive. Oh. And I, I think Busta Rhymes is a close second. Mm -hmm. like they're 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 up there but yeah twista uh, did um the the eminem challenge um uh godzilla mm -hmm. he's literally rapping his mouth is moving his face has the most monotone blankest expression ever and he's the words are just coming he does it so like, confidently the he, fuck like, it's nothing to him absolutely nothing mind-blowing dude I'm like, how the fuck? Dude, I, I can't even say tongue twisters without fucking messing up. What's the worst one you know? The hardest one. Um, Well, there's Irish wrist. Wrist watch. watch. I can't, yeah, but you hard. have to say it fast. Irish wrist. Irish wrist. <laughs> Irish wrist watch. Wrist watch. Wristwatch. <laughs> Irish wristwatch. Irish wristwatch. Irish wristwatch. Okay. Like um, the 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 singing um, warm ups. Red leather, yellow leather, red leather. Unique New York. Unique New York. I don't know, brown cow. What? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that was an Anchorman reference. Stay classy, San Diego. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I saw. I was. I was watching the other day. The roast of Justin Bieber. Ooh, it's it's old. It's probably like maybe 
four or five years it. old. Is it any good? Oh, it was fucking hilarious. It was great. And Ron Burgundy makes a guest appearance at the end. Not, Ron... not Will Ferrell. Ron okay, Burgundy. Ron Burgundy. Okay. Yeah, he actually comes out in the Anchorman suit with a, you know, a glass of whiskey. And he's talking, um, pretty much roasting Justin Bieber. It was pretty good. No. So coming up we have Eight Father. Um he has a new song um coming out fairly soon. We don't have a date yet and he has a music video coming out. He's a great guy. Um check him out and then you know tell us what you think, your thoughts. Um send us feedback, follow him on um Instagram and he's on YouTube and Spotify. Um, so just stay tuned for the interview. All right. Thank you for coming on the show, man. I really appreciate it. Um, you know, with everything going on, um, before we get into the music, I kind of want to ask you what, what your thoughts are on, uh, you know, the riots and the protest and, you know, everything that happened in the past week. Right. Um, I've been keeping up with everything and all together, I really gathered some thoughts on exactly what I feel and how I think about it. Um, you know, I understand that people are upset and I understand that they want to get their point across, but I feel like right now that's not really the best way as far as the looting, specifically for the looting. I'm definitely not with that. I don't feel like, um, you know, I feel like those things make everything else go into a bad light, you know, um, it's, it's only going to create more violence, at least in my eyes. So yeah. I don't, um, you know, I'm all for it. I want, you know, I want everybody to be able to walk down the street and not have to worry about anything. But at the same time, um, the looting, um, you know, the violence, I feel like that's unnecessary. It's very unnecessary right now. There's so many other things like actual actual important things we should be doing as far as like actually building you know gaining ownerships of buildings doing doing things that actually matter in the community that gives you some sort of some sort of power because at the end of the day that's all it comes down to it comes down to who has the power and who doesn't so if we're focused on breaking things down that's not going to give us the power you yeah. know but building and actually doing things to change change the community build up things and um you know just doing things that actually will motivate others i feel like that's what makes a huge difference and that's what makes people important no oh, yeah good points yeah. definitely agree with all those yeah all right well let's get started with the music side of it oh, yeah, uh, you know sure. i kind of want to want want you to walk us through how you got started and how you know how you got started into music Right. Um, so the music has been a very long process. Um, originally, I started making music around summer 2017. It was um, it was a hobby at first. One of my friends, one of my closest friends, shout out to um, Robert. He got me into it because um, he used to have this mic. It was a snowball, a little snowball. Oh mic. yeah, <laughs> those are sweet, man. <laughs> Worth for the time, and um, you know we used to put a sock over it. And we just started freestyling um, over beats. <laughs> and um, over time, 
you know, over time you naturally start getting good if you practice. And, you know, I guess it takes a little bit of actually having it. And so um, over time, I just actually started taking it serious. Um, around the time I was in high school, so early 2018, um, I'm finishing up high school and I didn't really have the money to go to big studios and things like that. So I had to learn how to mix. I had to learn how to produce. And I just wanted to do everything on my own so then I really could know how to do it. And, you know, it's a big difference from somebody that knows how to, um, how their music should sound, how to make it. Because when it's like, when it's that way, you know, um, when you walk into a studio, you know that, all right, um, engineer is not just gonna slap some presets on my vocals and expect me to just walk away with that. Yeah, so that's, gotcha. So exactly. What would, so what would you say your inspirations are when it comes to like your mix and how you want it to sound like ultimately? Like what, how would you describe it? First, I never use autotune. If I cannot sing the tone, then I just don't sing the tone. Yeah. Um, that's just that's just me personally. I've always been that way. Um, but overall, my mix, it's it sounds pretty natural. That's the main thing for me. I want you to really um, hear how I feel at the time of recording the music. Mm, um, I raw. feel like, exactly, that's what I want. I want all the emotions into it. And that's that's exactly how I want you to hear it when you're listening to it. So who do you listen to? Who are, who are your favorites? Ooh. Um, funny story. My um my my very favorite artist right now currently has been the same person for like the last three years. His name is Jordan Hollywood. He actually lives in um he, he lives in Davie. So he's an artist manager. He um he's signed to Quality Control right now. So he's doing pretty well. Um. Of course, I listen to the goats, uh, Kendrick Lamar, J. Cole. Uh, Drizzy is up in there somewhere. My absolute um, favorite OG is definitely Jay-Z. Um, he's definitely up there. Kanye West, too. He's pretty dope. What Kanye West? Do you still listen to Kanye West? His new stuff? His old stuff? His... I, I'm, a, I'm a fan of Kanye back in the college dropout days. Yeah. I love those songs. I, liked, um, I like Spaceship. Yeah, when you talk about Kanye, you you could see you could definitely talk about like all his innovations because he started you know the electro rap uh, movement, you know. Right. And, well, in my opinion, um, so yeah, uh, yeah I, I think Kanye is up there. I'm not a big fan of his new stuff though, but yeah. um, yeah, his new stuff. You know, I feel like Kanye and Drake are kind of in the same box. It's like. You have the ability to make great music every time and um it's like you know they just choose not to yeah um and that's where i feel like um somebody like kendrick lamar um differs he's in his own box at that and something like that because every time you hear a kendrick lamar project you know you're gonna get the best kendrick lamar possible the best quality even if it's only like you only get one album every two, three years, but you know, it's going to be the best work yeah. that he could possibly put out. So are you into collaborations? Um, I actually am. Okay. I actually so, am. so who's someone that you would like really love to collaborate with, you know, whether it be, uh, someone huge or, um, 
That's but, I feel like, like to be on to be on a song with. I, I have anyone. a few. <laughs> I actually have um I actually have a a song with one of my um. One of my, he's I guess he's you could say he's my friend. Okay. We, um, yeah, he's he's doing pretty well though. He's really, like, he's really out there in the music game. Killing His the scene. Is, he's killing the scene. His name is Dirty Zan. We actually just finished up a song, and it's literally it's fire. So um, but as far as like mainstream artists, mm-hmm. uh, I feel like. I feel like me and Kanye would sound good on a track, as weird as it seems. <laughs> I don't sound weird, man. I feel you. I feel you. Yeah. So you did the co- collaboration with uh, Julie, uh, Babyface. Yes. Which I love that yes. song. It's a fucking good song. How was that? In fact, the, um, it's a it's a great story with how me and Julie met and um, how we came together for that song, but. Before I get into that story, the video drops tonight at 8 p.m. Yeah, and um, it's actually it's a movie. It's the production is great. Um, it was a very costly set, but it's definitely worth every penny. And it's gonna be a. I feel like it's gonna make a great run, even though it's been out for about a month now. But um, you know, it's one of those songs that I feel like is timeless. So yeah. it's definitely gonna be up there but as far as how we met we actually met on um i found her instagram i saw her instagram i think through explore page and then um i hit her up um i listened to she had some songs on her soundcloud and you know the quality wasn't so great but i could tell that her voice was up there and her voice was amazing so um luckily she was actually in miami at the time she lives in New York, but she was in Miami at the time. So we were able to uh, link up and we actually, the first few days we met, we talked about, uh, you know, what she likes doing, what type of songs, what type of music she's into. And my producer, I have my personal producer, he sent her just a whole bunch of beats. And um, out of those beats, she sent back that demo with her, with just her vocals on it. And then I was like, wow, that's really dope. So. Um, I went to the studio, I knocked out um, a verse for it, and then sent it back to her, and she knocked out her second verse, and then we just, you know, it just came out to an amazing track, nice. and of course, the, <laughs> yeah, and the beat um, was, is produced by um, my favorite producer, also my, like, personal producer, his name is Kirk Zero, he's really fire, he produced uh, most of my songs right now. How did you link up with him? I saw I saw that he was your personal personal producer pretty much, but how did you get get linked up with him? Um, we linked up. Honestly, it's so mysterious. I have no idea. <laughs> All I literally it's it's the funniest story, but I have no idea. It's literally it literally happened like this. Um, I get an email, random email, and it just said, "I got your message, and I'd like to work with you." And I, I have no idea if I ever sent, maybe I sent, sent that message a couple months before, but, um, I really don't remember Still a mystery. <laughs> sending a message. So yeah, I saw that. And then, um, we got on FaceTime immediately after that. And then, um, you know, he told me exactly what he wanted to do and how he wanted to do things. And we just 
we just started really working um, around January. Everything started going around January. That's dope. Yeah. So what, I mean, what do you have in the works? I know you're dropping the new video out. Um, what, what else are you working on right now? I have, um, I have the baby face video, which is dropping today. Um, I have another song that I just worked on. Um, I actually finished it about a week ago. Um, it's called Luciana. Um, the video is also done. We're going to drop, I'm probably going to drop that. Um, I want to, I want, I really want to let this whole thing blow over a little bit. This whole, you know, the mess that's going on right now, yeah. because I personally don't feel like it's the time to really be dropping, um, music. Uh, so probably going to drop sometime within, within the next two weeks. Awesome. But, and then you just released that, that, um, that album Ape father, right? Right. The Ape father where, um, I got the motivation from, um, the cover, the motivation, Godfather, the cover, <laughs> the Godfather of course. <laughs> and, um, yeah. So that album actually, I put that album out and on April 2nd, which was my birthday. And immediately after putting it out, a label, um, a label DM'd me immediately. And then, um, so two, we were able to get two of the songs. They liked two of the songs that they heard from the album, which was Birkin and um, a song called Motion. So they wanted to re-release those. And, you know, we um, we talked, we um, looked at the contracts and everything. So we um, just got those two songs re-released. And, um, you know, we're just waiting to see um, how everything goes with that. So are you signed uh, officially or you just uh, just the songs? <laughs> I'm not officially signed. I don't think I'll ever sell my um, full catalog. That's just me personally, unless it's unless it's the absolute perfect deal. Yeah, there's no way that I'll be able to do that. But um, yeah, I signed I signed those two songs. And um, one of the songs, me and um, Kirk Zero, the producer, one of the songs we did together. So um, I had to talk to him about it. We all came to an agreement. We signed to those two songs. Awesome. Yeah. So what's your creative process like? How do you how do you write? Does Kirk the just send you the beat? Part, yeah. yeah. Does Kirk just send you the beat and then you just start laying some raps on it or? Um, that it it differs a lot, honestly. Um, sometimes. Sometimes he does send me beats and, um, you know, I instantly can think of something for it, but sometimes that's not really the process. Sometimes, um, so like, for example, like a song with the one I have with um, my boy Dirty Zen, he sent me, Craig Zero sent me that beat about three months ago. And um, just for me to come up with a verse, it literally took like a month and a half. The hardest. <laughs> Because I just wanted it to be absolutely perfect, at like absolutely perfect. One of the things I started to really do is I start to not curse a lot in a lot of my songs. I really don't want to be, um, I just want to change the whole vibe that I'm giving out. So uh, yeah, that process, it just took me a while to write that verse because I wanted that song to be absolutely perfect. But other than that, honestly, it can take me from anywhere uh, between 30 minutes and like a year to write a song yeah i feel that i feel that it's just you get sometimes you get that writer's block with a certain beat and you just yeah it's so hard to get right. out of it <laughs> right 
And how did you, I really want to know how did you come up with that name, Eight Father? The name, yes, the question that everyone asks. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, with the the name Eight Father, I have um, I had this clothing brand that started when I was around fifteen. It's called Straight Godly, S T R Eight Godly, and um, pretty much uh, with it went well. Everything went well with it. It's still alive and it's still going. Um, but with the way, um, with the way that everything was for me, the way I saw it and eight is also my favorite number. So I just started seeing it in the light in a way that I created the eight, eight, you know, the, the brand, straight, yeah, straight. The eight. so, you know, I guess eight fathers pretty much, pretty much means, um, you know, the creation of that, I you could put it that way. <laughs> Create, I like it. Create the eight father. Create straight godly <laughs> and eight father. That's what it straight means. Godly, eight father. Eight is my favorite number. So, do you exclusively just do music, or you do you have a, a another job, or are you just music and hustling your clothing brand and your your music? So right now it's all music, um, because the I'm lucky to be able in a, to be in a position where um, I'm able to make, you know, pretty much make good off of it. Mm -hmm. um, so just, I'm just working with um, the team, um, Julie, um, Kirk, and I have uh, another artist that I manage. He's a young artist. He's around 16. So on the daily, I mix, master, um, if I'm not recording, then I'm either doing those, and also I'm really, I'm really a tech geek, so I'm always, uh, I'm always on the laptop, just working on things. Doing Geeking stuff. out, that's cool. Yeah. yeah, that's pretty much what we do. <laughs> All day long, not too long. much. Yeah, just right. on the computer making music, working on the podcast, you know. And... Right, you guys make music. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. I play a little I bit of everything. I love to hear some. I'd love to hear some. Yeah, we have a song out. Um, I'll send it to you later on after this, and okay. we're, we're working on a few things. That, that was our first song because we we're originally from a, a a metal band. We were in a metal <laughs> band. I used to scream, you know, right. <laughs> in a metal band. He was he was a guitarist, and then now we're trying to get. I'm trying to get into rap a little more. I've, you know, okay. I've always been. I've always loved rap. I mean, Tupac is my all time favorite rapper. Um, right, and then Jake is doing uh, R and B singing. Uh, so we're trying to, you know, explore a, d a whole different genre. Okay, so. yeah, completely. It's fun. It's, it's been fun. <laughs> yeah, it's been amazing. You know, the only uh, the only limitations you have are the ones you put on yourself. I find. So yeah. It's... Right. Right. So can you freestyle? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. I'm not gonna put up a beat. I'm not gonna have you freestyle. <laughs> we're not. We're not sway. <laughs> freestyling is not it's not you know the crazy thing i feel like if i absolutely had to to save my life i could <laughs> but it's not my thing yeah you know it's, because the reason the main reason it's not my thing is because i just don't like putting out the very first thing that comes to my mind no I, i'm sure you like to make it deep and meaningful and you're like man yeah it, the thing Sometimes. about it is when you just start writing what 
the first thing that comes to mind in like five minutes, you think of something that sounds going to sound so much better on that beat. So yeah, exactly. I'm, I'm not a freestyler. I, I can make parodies to songs on the spot, right? <laughs> but it's right. just fucking That's... around, joking around. Man, there's so many exactly. times I'll get four lines in and I'll just cross them all out because I'm like, I guess I just don't like them. Exactly. That's exactly me. My I lyric book, so my lyric book is all crossed out. Look, I'll cross that. <laughs> <laughs> you guys write on paper though i don't write yeah. on paper at all paper notes um sometimes on the computer I'll so have i when i'm listening when i'm writing i sit down i put my mm -hmm. headphones on and i'm listening to the beat and i'm just i'm just writing and then i get to right. the computer and i type it all up so i you know have mm -hmm. it safe but when i'm i have because i can't just sit on a computer and start writing i have to you know right. sit and sit somewhere where i could you know usually keep my mind <laughs> you know not not occupied because if i'm in front of a computer i'm wanting to do something else so right i mean for me that the apple app is the the notes app is so underrated yeah. oh dude, <laughs> i think it's it so sweet i do i do if if i'm driving and i'm thinking of a lyric i do my notes have like three lines <laughs> each note like or right. a line a two Wait, lines what did you just say when you're driving bro you shouldn't be doing that shit when you're driving <laughs> I, you caught, you caught I, I hope my insurance company does not watch this episode. <laughs> caught on to that. I know, but why are you putting me on the spot? You put yourself on the spot, bro. <laughs> so, no, really? what? What else? Like, how, how do you promote yourself? Uh, I mean, I know you're you're managing yourself, and you know you probably managing. You said you were managing a few other artists, right? So, how do you um, usually promote? them yourself and get your name out there yeah so um right now i'm managing me myself i'm i don't know why i said me myself, me, myself but i'm managing <laughs> i'm managing myself julie and another um young artist called um, the weirdest name but it's it's no money that's his name so um as far as like promoting goes i'm usually like I spend so much, so many hours just contacting YouTube channels, uh, contacting uh, obvious, obviously Instagram promoters. So that's that's definitely how I started to, you know, started to do things in the last couple months. Because I got, you know, once you start building, and they see that they're more willing to support you. So. Um, I, you know, I've gathered my list of YouTube contacts, Instagram contacts, and obviously, um, since I've been doing this for about three years now, I have some supporters that that shares everything, so they do they do part of the work too. So yeah, and you that, well, um, you have thirty five thousand listeners on Spotify, monthly yeah. listeners on Spotify, and then one of your so, songs has two point five million streams. So you're doing a great so, job. Yeah, the the eight motel the. The eight so motel the is where it's. <laughs> I, I swear, yep. I had that stuck in my head all day yesterday. <laughs> it is catchy. So the um, the other artist on that actually is the other artist I managed, the young artist. Okay. Um. Yeah. So that whole song I wrote, I just wanted him on the hook because I thought his voice sounded better on the hook. Um. But um. Yeah. Pretty much with um. On Spotify, I just try to lead every most of the fans that I can to that platform because that's um, the platform that it sticks most, I guess, in a yeah. way. Um, you know, just 
um, I feel like it just has more of the attraction value. Yeah, that makes sense. So it it does. Um, but most of like as of right now though, I'm not really doing too much promoting. Most of my plays are literally coming from algorithm. Like fifty percent ah. of my um yeah, fifty percent of my um current listeners directly from the algorithm. So you know, so you at some point of- it just started to build itself. So do you have a way of actually quantifying where most of your listeners are located? Oh yeah, for sure. Where would you say? For sure. Um, surprisingly, Chicago. Really? Chicago. That yeah. is sick, man. Chicago, Chicago. Surprisingly, um, I could I could look at the I could look at the, the top five. Yeah. But yeah. Do you have Do you have like other countries that are that you're big in? I actually do. I actually do. Um. Uh, I think Frankfurt is up there. Germany. Yeah. Frankfurt. Um, I think London is also up there. Mm. But um, yeah. As of right now, that's that's where it's at. But I know the top for sure is Chicago. That's pretty pretty badass. So, you know, the A Motel's your most streamed song, and that seems to be like everyone's favorite. What's your current favorite song that you've ever made? Um, my current favorite song, it's so hard. It's so hard because I've made, I have like 50 songs on Spotify right now, um, over the last three years. But, um, if I had to pick a song to like save my life in a way, it would be, um, dang, it would be OMG probably. OMG. OMG. I have a song up there called yeah. OMG. Yeah, yeah I just one, I just heard that one. Yeah, OMG. I feel like that's the pro. You know, just the EP. The full there. You know, it's, a, it's in an EP. So the um, time when I was putting that EP together and I was writing that EP. It was such an important time in my life, so yeah, I feel I th- like it just has more meaning. I think my favorite from your songs is "More Than Me." Yes, yeah. that's in the EP too. I, I thought I thought that song was extremely. It was super strong lyrically, and yes. I, I I really liked. If you haven't heard it, listen to that song. I, yeah, that that um that song. The other guy that's on that is actually um the guy I was talking about earlier. Um, his name is Robert. Gamo, his name, his artist name is Gamo. He um, like he's the he's the reason I'm pretty much making music right now. So I'll always be thankful to him for that. That's awesome. So, uh, I think that's pretty much all I have. I know, you, I know you know. I'm pretty sure you want to um, tell your listeners and your fans something. So, this is the time. I would say thank you for, I've been building throughout the virus and that is such a different road than I've seen, than I'm seeing a lot of, than I'm seeing for a lot of different artists. And, you know, I'm very thankful for that. There's, you know, there's not much I could say to, you know, to show my appreciation for that. You know, I'm just very thankful and, um, I'm glad that people are actually listening and, you know, people are 
seeing same meaning behind a lot of it so i'm very thankful for all of that awesome man well really appreciate you coming on the show and if you haven't heard eight father already you should check him out music's amazing and he's coming out with the new video and uh nice. a new song soon soon after you know shit calms down <laughs> yeah and um yeah julian eight father drops babyface tonight the video comes out 8 p.m apple music um vivo and um uh, title so all of that stuff i'm just very thankful thank you thank you to you guys for having me um I hope you guys the I hope you guys the best and I appreciate that you guys are doing things like this. It means a lot. Awesome, man. Thank you. Of course. Thank you. That was amazing, dude. He's he's cool as hell. He's got some really amazing music. Um dude has big things happening for him. Yeah, definitely. And if you haven't heard him, I'm going to keep pushing this, listen to him, uh, listen to his music, new music video out today, um, which is Sunday. This episode will be released on Monday, so the 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 video will already be out. Yesterday. <coughs> yesterday. New music video came out yesterday. There you go. <laughs> there we go. Check it out. It's called Babyface, and it's featuring Julie, um, Julia. Hold on. Let me see if I can get it without looking at my notes. Ooh. Julia Alexander Alexandria Walch. Walch. Am I right? Julie and Alexandria. Alexander. You're close. I was close. I was close. Big ups. Big ups. <laughs> I got a good, good, good brain. What are you trying to say, bro? Never go for retard. <laughs> Anyways, I hope you guys have a great rest of your week. You know, we are um, going through a lot of shit right now with the pandemic, riots, protests, lives being lost. So, you know, keep your head up, listen to music, you know, do whatever you can to stay sane. And if you ever need anything, feel free to reach out to us because we're here to listen. We want you all to be safe. Yeah. Hope you guys know that. Follow us on all social media platforms. And I hope you guys have a good one. Until next time, music junkies. <laughs>